How are you guys doing? This is Thursday, April 14th, 2022, A.D. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, and it is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles, uh, and we will have, shall we have a fun Thursday show? I never got to that K-Ivy thing, huh? I wonder if I should get to that today or tomorrow. Remind me, guys, to get to this K-Ivy thing. There was, a, there was a rumor about her a few years back, and uh, I wanted to give more information about it that uh, may be instructive, right? That's cool. The Brooklyn shooter, guys, I... I kind of neglected to mention the Brooklyn shooter yesterday on the Hake report. I mentioned him on Hake News. And we will get to your calls, guys. But um, I lost interest because he's not white. <laughs> I'm, I'm only interested in covering the white mass shooters. I'm like, because call me CNN Hake. <laughs> I have another phony Black Lives Matter case to present to you, too. Out of, uh, what is that, Grand Rapids, Michigan? Uh, I don't know if it's interesting or not. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the Great Schism. You guys ever heard of the Great Schism? I remember hearing about the Great Schism. Happened like a thousand years ago or something. Between the churches. A big split between the two biggest denominations of the the so-called Christian church. Division in the church. What a mess. And I have some uh, censorship issues to discuss with you. Some liberals or communists have been censored by the mainstream media. Commies censoring commies. Because they're not going along with the mainstream. (laughs) Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter to reestablish free speech. Is that truly his idea? We will find out. You won't necessarily find out today on the Hague Report, but that's what he's claiming. So that's cool. All that and your calls. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. guys doing I am fine can you believe it's Thursday wow what a mess Thursday already and I will get to your super chats guys I do see them coming in I appreciate them I will (laughs) oh yeah I, I did see some including from your girlfriend and others even yesterday that I did not catch <laughs> man yeah mess going on in the world um but i wanted to briefly talk about uh this shooter 
this mass shooter. Fortunately, he didn't kill anybody. Is he really five foot five, guys? This is my biggest question. <laughs> the biggest question. By the way, if you didn't catch uh, the Jesse Lee Peterson show, I'm on the same network as he is. I'm on his network, Jesse Lee Peterson's network, along with uh, Nick Stream. Nick Stream is also on that network. JLP covered the uh, Brooklyn subway shooter, that black guy, person of interest, turned suspect, turned arrested, in a way that I don't think that you will hear any, pretty much anybody, maybe not even pretty much anybody, period, cover it. And that's cool. Very cool. He said, you are, I am the Brooklyn shooter. <laughs> I don't think he meant it like that. But anyway, um, I covered this in Hake News yesterday at the end of hour one, I think, of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Yesterday, I'm talking about Wednesday. But Paul Joseph Watson, who also used the he black drop on the J- from Jesse Lee Peterson multiple times in his coverage of this Brooklyn subway shooter, he also pointed out, and so did I, that Commie Nonsense Network, which I read practically every day, Monday through Friday anyway, said that he expressed hatred towards African Americans, meaning blacks. Come on. <laughs> what, because he said the N-word? I don't know. And he may have. I haven't looked at any of his, rant, his ramblings, as they call it, rambling. No mention of his anti-white talk. And in their little uh, blurb on it today, in the email update on what was going on, um, sure enough, no mention of his anti-white talk, which really is just beside the point. As Jesse Lee Peterson mentioned, like, it's the issue is with the heart. He has the same hatred that, that everybody has, including the whites, right? The, and that article that PJW and I mentioned was back when he was still considered a person of interest and not the suspect, not a named suspect. But the far-left female run out with the skim. Listen to this coverage. Uh, the Brooklyn subway gunman. Yesterday, police captured and arrested the man accused of shooting 10 people in a subway this week. On a subway this week. The suspect, who had been on the run for over 24 hours, tipped off police about where to find him. 62-year-old black man. And they capitalized the B in the word black because they kiss up. Women. Right? The far-left female run outlet. Uh, the 62-year-old black man. Listen to this. Had videos decrying racism. Oh, there he is. See, like, how short are these cops if he's roughly their height, if not taller than them? Look at that. If he's five foot five, how short is that cop? Come on. You gotta be pulling my leg. Maybe he was, like, stooping. But he was described as five foot five, 180 pounds. And then somebody, like, the chat was saying, oh, 180 kilograms, they got the unit wrong. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. Look at him. And then the way he moves, he kind of lumbers around like a tall guy, not like a tall, big guy. But I could be wrong. Maybe he really is five foot five or short. But five foot five is, for a guy, relatively, you know, it's on the short side. Some people call it a manlet. I don't like that word. <laughs> anyway. Suspect who'd been on the run. Oh, yeah, he was, he had videos decrying racism, say the females at the skim. Uh, decrying, not espousing racism. <laughs> if he were white and saying the same, the equivalent of what he was saying, he would be espousing racism, according to the, you know, the mainstream media. But since he's 
since he's anti-white, he's decrying racism. <laughs> Please. He's also decrying mental health treatment in New York City, which is probably quite decryable or deplorable, right? New York City. And he specifically attacked, verbally, Mayor Eric Adams, the Democrat, former cop, uh, for his policies. He faces terrorism charges and life in prisons, possibly. What a mess. So, very interesting. I liked, uh, you know, he said stuff, definitely not 180 pounds. (laughs) He said stuff that was kind of interesting. I think he talked about, uh, he might have talked about black mothers a little bit, but he talked about his, you know, check it out on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He covered it pretty well. About his family as an enemy. But whites and blacks shouldn't be on the same hemisphere. Which hemisphere do you want, man? You say the word. <laughs> what a mess. Um, by the way, speaking of cops, shout out to the gifter who gifted me, gave me this gatekeeper t-shirt. It's a black t-shirt, size medium. Gatekeeper. And it has like a, like a metal print or actually fence chain link fence print with uh with um what is that stuff at the top of it barbed wire around it and then it has a skeleton key right here the print the uh letters have the barbed wire fence kind of design on it and when barbed wire going around gatekeeper the a has a keyhole and a skeleton you know those old-fashioned awesome skeleton keys Diamond plate, said Chris. I know, I thought it was diamond plate too, but when I look more closely, yeah, I was, I was searching for the word too. When I look a little bit more closely, it, it looks specifically like chain link fences, fencing. I'll have, to, I'll have to take a photo of it and send it to you guys so you can see because I don't have, I don't stream in high def. And on the, on the sleeves, short sleeve shirt, it's not sleeveless, though. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, there. It says relentless. Relentless. Uh, relentless defender. And the L-E in relentless, and the, which is the E in the defender. L-E. <laughs> I, no, I don't think it is. That's an L with an E um, crossing each other. Relentless defender is what it says, and it has, like, a gray and white... I mean, gray and black American flag pattern. <laughs> it is not a Hakenkreutz. It is not as hooked cross, I don't think. But the L and the E kind of intersect. And L-E is also short for law enforcement. So this, I'm supporting cops or first responders by wearing this t-shirt. Thank you. And uh, look at this. There's the, uh, it looks like it has a old Roman soldier mask or some type of soldier mask. Relentless Defender. Cool. Thank you for uh, the t-shirt. Nice. I like it. How tall is Hake? I'm taller than five foot five. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm not technically a manlet unless you guys say I have too high of standards. <laughs> Spartan helmet. Thank you. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Terrible. Jack Me says, medium. Chest size is only 32 inches. My bicep is 29 inches. What the? Dang. <laughs> That's like my waist. No, I'm kidding. Um, all right. So thank you for the T-shirt. It is not available on the Hake Report Teespring store. You could probably look up uh, the words here and find it if you want. your Get yours. But thank you again. That's cool. <clears throat> Let me get to a call or two, guys. Uh, let me get to Bobby in Texas on the line. Bobby, how are you doing? Doing well, man. How are you? Doing fine, too. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah, well, real quick, I'll set the record straight for yesterday. I, I did probably misspeak, but I was kind of basing it when I specified Germany as being uh, hard on immigration. Okay. When I when I contracted in Germany back in 06 and 08, and that's probably where I, I miss, missed the most there is because, like, time has really gone by since then. And it seems like only yesterday, but it's over a decade ago, so like 15 years ago. So they had a very – they checked on me monthly with my visa. And then when my visa was set to expire, like I wanted to spend a couple weeks and just kind of uh, do some sightseeing, get around, check out Germany. Like that, it was denied like any extension. Like I had to take off the last two weeks of my job to go and just kind of – tool around Germany and they weren't allowing like immigration was difficult to become a citizen in Germany. Like I think what's going on now is a lot of refugee yeah. type situation where they're allowing refugees to I come think in they, and Yeah, I think they let one or two million in under that Merkel woman, Angela and yeah. and she wasn't in Angela power Merkel. at that point. So I do realize a lot has changed, but I like I said with like immigration, I think that, you know, I don't know that they're allowing you to be an illegal in Germany, I don't think that that is as easy, definitely not as easy as it is in America. And at that time, it was, they didn't, they didn't allow it at all. But with refugees, yeah, they are allowing tons of refugees into all those countries now. So, yeah. And it's tearing their countries apart. Their countries are, you know, really going downhill based on that as well. She might have. I just wanted to clear that up. I know I got a lot of uh, emotional responses. For- <laughs> <laughs> you come from that. I made you a bunch of money in your super chats. Yeah. Um, Angela Merkel, Chancellor of Germany, 2005 through 2021. And you were in there when? Uh, it was in 06. Okay. 06 to 08. That was when she had kind of been early on in her chancellorship. Yeah. All right. But yeah, they checked on me constantly. I had once a month, I would have to... I would communicate with the immigration of Germany, like the the people in charge of the visas. And when my visa was done, and the same thing in 2014, my cousin went to Germany on a contracting and worked somewhere near Frankfurt. Yeah. And well, that's because you like, that's because you guys are white and upstanding. Yeah. They don't want too many of you guys. They only want the bads. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So what I called about was about uh, Elon Musk put in an offer for Twitter. So he's offered what 46 billion to buy Twitter outright? Is it 46 billion now? I saw 41 billion, I saw 43 billion. Um yeah, he I saw the headlines this morning that he offered yeah, I said the, Yeah, go, go ahead. 
he offered yeah forty. It may have been forty three. I might have misspoke. So forty three billion to as his final offer, maybe Is that what it was. I don't know. His I don't know if it's his final offer. Final. Or what? Yeah. So that that. What do you think though? If he uh, if he buys it, what do you what do you foresee? You think he he uh, allows these people that have been banned back onto the platform? Like, does he kind of advocate for free speech with that? Or it's what hard do you to think? it's hard to say. You know, Gab was. Gab, you know, Andrew Torba's Gab, which they built mm-hmm. as like a parallel, um, was tweeting, tweeting underneath him, you know, in reply to him saying, oh, that's, that's not such a great idea because say you allow free speech, you're still subject to Google Play and Apple uh, App Store, which will delete your app, delete the Twitter app, if you uh, allow free speech. So, you know, they, no matter how much money, you have to change the culture. So, and I don't know if Gab is just jealous or, or I think it sounds like a, an interesting take, honestly. Um, but Elon Musk did say, this is, this is a screenshot from his S, he tweeted out his S, a link to his SEC filing, Securities and Exchange Commission filing, I guess, announcing that he was put in this offer. And under Exhibit B, I don't know what Exhibit A was, maybe there was none, but he I guess wrote to Brett Taylor, chairman of the board, whoever that is, I guess that's a Twitter person, quote from Elon Musk, according to this SEC government filing, I invested in Twitter as I believe in its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe. Wow, he's a globe, he's a baltard, guys. Um, And I believe free speech is a societal imperative, imperative for a functioning, quote unquote, democracy, his word. And that's a nice statement, you know, um, Jordan Peterson said similar, and I agree with him on that. Anyway, um, since since making my investment, I now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve the societal imperative in its current form. And, you know, I've read the quote from that India guy who's the current CEO of Twitter who said, oh, we're not supposed, we're not going to uphold the First Amendment or support free speech. We're going to serve a healthy public conversation about how society has changed and focus on how society has changed. What an evil person, huh? So anyway, back to Elon Musk. Um, Twitter needs to be transformed into a private company. As a result, I'm offering to buy 100% of Twitter for $54.20 per share in cash, a 54% premium over the day before I began investing in in Twitter, at a 38% premium over the day before my uh, investment was publicly announced, something like that, if you follow that. Basically, he's offering a a really good deal, right? My offer is my best and final offer. Okay, there you go. And if it is not accepted, I I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder, meaning he might, like, drop his, sell off his shares. Twitter has extraordinary potential. I will unlock it says Elon Musk. Isn't that an interesting statement? He's talking about free speech. He's not talking about the edit button. He's talking about free speech. And no, who knows what he means by free speech? I don't know if this guy is a Christian. I do like that he is, seems to be somewhat Christian-friendly and somewhat of an independent thinker. But I don't know what he would do. I don't know if he would reinstate Trump or the, you know, the alt-right guys who got banned and you know whoever else. Proud Boys, uh, many other people. I don't know if you would do that. Maybe he announces it. 
like the like it's a WWE and he's like gets all the pyrotechnics and gets a bunch of like smoke and stuff and then he's like bring it back Donald Trump and he like comes into the room like pyrotechnics Stefan Molyneux and like you know they have all these guys <laughs> I mean that have been That's funny. kicked off Twitter but uh, I'd, I'd like to see like uh, I'd like to see him at least you know something change there I wonder if the liberals would find themselves kicking themselves off Twitter but I'm leaving you know because like yeah they say really isn't. some people were saying they would go ahead and there would be no place for them to go. You know, they're just going to give up there. Yeah, go to Gab or what? <laughs> yeah, they, you, know, you can't go to any of the other. They hate the other ones even more. So it's like you're just going to give up your, which would be great. Like, let's get these people off if that's what it takes. Like, if they'll leave, more people should buy this. Like, more people should jump in with Elon Musk to make it happen. Yeah. And it, it would allow, you know, and if it, I don't know exactly where, how far he can take, you know, free speech. It's right. You know, the, we have to. I, I would assume. I do like yeah. imposing free speech on others against their will a little bit. You know, you do have to impose yeah. it. You have to fight for it. You have to push for it. But you have to, both in money wise, you know, money and that's good. But you have to like change the, change the hearts of at least a few people, so that they truly believe in it and live it, regardless of what the culture allows or the laws allow. You know. Yeah. Anyway, and like I guess at some point, you know, you'll have to make that decision on how free this you want to you could make your platform with, because you do have to worry about Google and them kicking you off the app stores. So, right, there may be some level of censorship that you could still impose, but still maintain a high level of free speech. Yep. And maybe, maybe it's more of like you know. Somebody should be, maybe the edit button there in that case, they can be like, you need to, you know, change your verbiage here a little bit, like, or whatever, you know, maybe you can't be just like completely raw on there and just like ripping people a new one <laughs> as far as like racial slurs and things. Like, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I kind of think it, I always think it's really funny when yeah. people post that kind of stuff, but some people do like get fired up, like get seriously emotional over that kind of stuff. So they need I don't to know, get maybe off. like to keep yourself on you have to have some level of maybe they shouldn't allow women on the platform (laughs) 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 because these women are are uh taking stuff too too seriously and taking other things not seriously enough they have the wrong values they don't have good values so anyway i appreciate Um, it go ahead um did you see the uh this weekend there was a modern day debate and i I'm going to mention the guy's name just because it was a, it was a good debate. But it was uh, your buddy, Brendan Langle. Oh, okay. Brenton Langle. Okay. Yeah. He went toe-to-toe with Alex Stein. Okay. Over trans women in sports or uh-huh. trans men, whatever you call it. I heard about that. It was, yeah, biggest beatdown I think I've ever seen on modern-day debate. It was, like, it was pretty good. So like, I um, recommend, like... For the audience, Brenton Langle is a former guest on The Hague Report, and I've debated him a couple of times on Modern Day Debate. And one was about the war on men, and the first one was about, is Black Lives Matter done more harm than good? And he is uh, like a liberal, kind of a Buddhist guy, but married an Asian, but he's like white or something like that, but an Antifa or Black Lives Matter type of supporter. And then Alex Stein is this guy who's 
gone viral, basically like trolling uh, school boards and city council meetings with uh, raps in favor, mockingly in favor of vaccines and all the kinds of different things. And so he took it seriously and he like, did he do it mockingly and mockingly beat him down or did he take it seriously or both? He brought the heat. He went serious. Like he, he was like totally like spitting great facts and giving him like examples and such. And like, just really destroying, like he wasn't nice. Like he didn't play nicey nice. Like a lot of conservatives do. He went at it. Like he took it to Brendan Langle and like Brendan Langle really didn't have, like he tried to make this like real silly argument about it, but just got like, Alex signed it really well. Like, and so I yeah. didn't think he, I kind of thought it might be a mockingly, you know, I kind of thought it might be funny. Right. But he did a good job. It, it was funny just because it was such a beatdown. It was like, how you, like, how can you even still be talking like you've got a point when yeah. this guy's laying it down like this? But it was a pretty good debate. Like, cool. I, I enjoyed it. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate the tip uh, on that. Yeah, give it a look. Yeah, it might give you some pointers for how to approach some of these people. Oh, all right. <laughs> we'll take care, Bobby. Good to hear from you. All right. You too, buddy. All right. Bye. Got some super chats, guys. Lots of super chats have come in. Um, Asmador states in response to Bobby on the immigration defense, being strict on whites is not a measure of tight immigration enforcement. All Western countries do that while allowing migrants and refugees in. Quote, unquote, migrants and refugees. Yeah. And yes, they're illegals because they enter without check. Thank you, uh, Asmador. He also says about Gab. I mentioned that Gab was not for Elon buying Twitter. Gab wants Elon Musk, this rich billionaire guy, to uh, invest $2 billion into Gab instead of Twitter. Forget Twitter. (laughs) So Asmador states Torba, Andrew Torba who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before, is sweating bullets because he knows if Twitter allows the free speech, it's lights out for Gab. He's been campaigning speech on Twitter since Musk brought this up. Pure self-interest, no principles. Interesting, Asmador. Um, uh, Fernandez T over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hague Report here instead of me spending it on sugar-ridden Starbucks. Gave the super chat. Um, no need to read me live or anything. Have a great day, Hake and crew. Well, I read it live, uh, Fernandez T, and I appreciate the support. And thanks for uh, not supporting Starbucks. I appreciate that. That's cool. And over there on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report, John WX25, if Musk buying Twitter drives libtards to cut up, seek mental health, or medication consumption, then it's a great deal for democracy. <laughs> Quote, unquote, democracy. Your girlfriend gave a f- couple of super chats here, and s- one of them was from yesterday, or a couple of them, few of them were from yesterday. Uh, what happened to Jennifer and A-Rod? Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod, which is... Alex Rodriguez, or something Rodriguez, the baseball player, who I want to say he was at least her age, right? Or was he younger than her, too? Jennifer Lopez, the singer, who got back, supposedly, I'd forgotten that they were ever together, with this guy named, uh, 
named uh, Ben Affleck. And he proposed to her when she was in a bubble bath. Gross. You're supposed to do that stuff after you're already married. What's the point? Get miserable again? I guess they like the misery, right? The ego loves the ups and downs, as JLP says, and I think he's right about that. I suspect. I don't know what happened with that. But these people are miserable and selfish, like us all, I guess. Desperate, looking for fake love. Looking for love. Anyway, uh, Merritt Merritt Garland impression, five for five. Five stars out of five stars, says your girlfriend. Referring to my impression of George Soros yesterday, talking about... And Merritt Garland sounds like that. In fact, I don't even remember specifically what George Soros sounds like, but I think that he sounds kind of like how you might imagine. Whereas the woman who looks kind of like him or used to before she died, maybe she still does even now that she's dead. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, Madeline Albright, she has a remarkably pleasant voice, or did, you know? As in deceiving. But a bit of a rough face. (laughs) <laughs> wow, amazing, gave a super chat, says, hey, you're amazing, and then gave a sun emoji. That's cool, thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks for the support. Gregatron with a super chat a couple of hours ago. Hey, I think Ms. Parks is Mrs. Mays' sister, Jeremiah's aunt, Dr. Detroit's mom, and Earl's ex-wife. Wow. <laughs> what tangled webs we weave in our imagination. I don't think that they're related at all, but maybe. I hope she calls back soon. Happy, e- happy Easter and happy birthday. Yes. Happy Easter, guys. Easter is another name for Resurrection Sunday. Th- those of you who like to rename it to Resurrection Sunday because you don't want to call it Ishtar because it, that's pagan. It just means when Jesus rose again. This Sunday, right? Tomorrow is when he got crucified. Uh, and thank you for the birthday wishes as well. Yes, I'm 40. A-Rod is in his mid-40s. Oh, no. A-Rod age. 46 years old. Uh, that's what happened, your girlfriend. Because J-Lo age 52. He's 46. Uh, was he ever married to her or were they just living together? Or something. Huh. Whatever. What a mess. Thank you. Uh, Jeranna Mo gave a super chat and said, Judaism is the only religion or ethnicity that is standing for abortion and pornography. Jews are also the only group of people that have a law in place, executive order signed by Trump of 2019, Enabling punishment for valid criticism of them. Untouchable by, untouchable by law. I think that was, I think the executive order she's referring to is the one about colleges. If uh, on college campuses they allow this BDS talk type of thing. Boycott, divestment, and sanctions. Which is mostly leftist, but it's also uh, some people on the right who are critics of Israel. Um, the the go- federal government will defund that university. If it allows that, that, that type of speech. Interesting. Interesting. 
John WX25 says with the super chat, if Musk, oh no, I mentioned that already. Thank you, John WX25, talking about the Elon Musk thing. Uh, crazy. Speaking of this Elon Musk thing, briefly before I get back to calls, far left Twitter says Elon Musk offers to buy Twitter for $41.39 billion. Billionaire Elon Musk has offered, I mean, I guess maybe it fluctuates depending on the price of, of uh, Twitter shares, right? Because <laughs> he gave percentages, but who knows. Uh, Musk was sued on Tuesday by former Twitter shareholders who claim they missed out on the recent run-up on its stock because he waited too long to disclose a night in the social media company. In other words, he does something that's beneficial for the company, and the people who didn't, who uh, who owned some of it, had they known, they would have bought more, and then it would have gone up, and they would be that much richer. So they're all sour grapes about that. Reminds me of some other kind of uh, missing out that some of the communists are all mad about. Ridiculous. He's in legal trouble, reports Reuters. The Tesla founder, that's Elon Musk. Tesla's an electric car. Uh, subsidized by the government, I heard. Is being sued by former Twitter shareholders who say he waited too long to disclose that he bought that stake. And that drove up the, the prices. He's always getting sued and judgments against him for stuff like that. <laughs> oh, you have to let people know what you're going to do. <laughs> what a mess. Anyway, I hear that Twitter is going to hold an all-hands meeting with employees at 5 p.m. Eastern. That's 2 Pacific, right? Over Elon's offer. That's according to Disclose TV. Follow them on Telegram. Pretty interesting news outlet. Shaking my head about the mess going on in the world. Shall I tell you about what it reminded me of before I get back to calls? So this reminded me of this. Let me show you this screenshot. It is in the uh, Hassanabi Piker crying. Hassan Piker crying. Former fallen state guest. This is funny to me. It's rich in that. This is what I mean by it's funny. On April 10th, a few days ago, um, Hassan Abi, Hassan the Hun on Twitter, Hassan Piker, who's Jank Uger's cousin, he has appeared on The Fallen State, he's like an outright commie, communist. Woke Bay is what his <laughs> nickname was, because he's like this tall, handsome, Chad-looking guy, and then he just thinks like a total dumb liberal. Uh... He tweeted this out, come on YouTube, this is a wild one to demonetize, and he screenshots a YouTube email that he received to Hassan Piker, his name. Limited or no ads remain on your video called, Dear Conservatives, Gay People Exist! (laughs) (laughs) After manually reviewing your video, we've confirmed that it isn't suitable for all advertisers. As a result, it will continue to run limited or no ads. So this wasn't hidden, it wasn't set to... This video that he put out called Dear Conservatives, Gay People Exist. I don't know what it's about. I speculate it may perhaps be about the, um, the so-called Don't Say Gay bill. You know, pushing the radical homosexual and transgender agenda on children in schools. I speculate that it may be about that, but I don't know. Dear Conservatives, Gay People Exist. That's what his editors called this video, because he doesn't title his own videos anymore, right? But anyway, according to him. 
Anyway, Team YouTube responded the same day. They tweeted, looking into this and we'll update you soon. And then they said, we've checked internally and confirmed that you're receiving limited ads because of the profanity used in the video. If you want to, you can edit them and reapply for full monetization. Details here, attaching a screenshot here for your convenience. Hope, hope this helps. Have any of you guys gotten this type of service, you who have been censored on YouTube, <laughs> gotten this kind of service? Or is this only special treatment for the communist woke bay who has a, a big following? <laughs> so much for equality, am I right? Right? I mean, it, it's understandable. It's the way of the world. And it's reality. To him who has, more will be given. It applies in many different ways. Context that uses frequent, that contains frequent use of strong profanity or vulgari vulgarity throughout the video uh, is considered inappropriate language, may not be suitable for advertising. Occasional use of profanity, such as in music videos, won't necessarily result in your video being unsuitable for advertising. And so, like, they list all these different details. That is the most specific use of profanity, right? The most specific reason given for any type, any form of, and you could call this a form of censorship, but it's not a sense, it's not censorship. They're not limiting the video. They're not saying, oh, this may not be suitable for all audiences. They're just saying you can't make uh, ad money on this, which has been the case for practically all conservatives and decent people for like years. But this guy's crying about that. <laughs> Lord. He's tweeting all mad. And we get nothing. We don't, like, we get our whole channel banned in some cases. I'm saying we, but I'm like, you guys, uh, some of our videos in some cases, sometimes our whole channels get strikes, outright censorship, no, no explanation. Oh, uh, community guidelines, or something, something, misinformation, or bullying, harassment. Or dumb stuff like that. Targeted harassment. But no, nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. The big preferential treatment for a guy who's propped up. Not, I, I don't think that he's like censored or shadow banned in, in the way that we are. Anyway. What a mess, huh? What a phony. Dear YouTube, this is a wild one to demonetize. Yeah, how embarrassing. I have more examples of, of censorship, but it is affecting the, the people on the left, too. The people who aren't going along with what the, you know, left versus left. It's good versus evil. And sometimes it's evil versus evil. I'll get to that. Let me get first, though, to Emmanuel out of Canada. Emmanuel, how are you doing? Hey, come all right, man. How are you? Fine, thank you. I'm uh, just sitting here making uh, the second morning coffee. Afternoon, I guess now. But uh, so I just wanted to say that it looks like you were right after all. <laughs> right about what? Oh, well, just you got to be careful with the females that you get involved with, and you can't pretend like you know them before you actually know them. Oh. Oh, yeah. you mean, you don't mean sex out of wedlock, do you? No, 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 that's not what I did. But okay. Basically, I scared this. I don't, I don't want to say I scared her away, but that's what it seems like. 
I uh, I basically said too much, right? Way too early. I was asked for transparency, so I oh yeah, you mentioned this on the Jason Lee Peterson show. You were asked for yeah, transparency. Yeah, yeah. That's a what a so, weird. <laughs> well, it's because then she can know all my weaknesses, and, and right. then she knows how to control me. Right? So you gave some of your weaknesses away. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I suppose I did. But you say too early. You think that you should ever give your share your weaknesses? Well, once you're married and you, you've established trust, you can be a little bit more open, right? But like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, she's gonna catch on to different weaknesses inevitably if you, or she'll like sense a weak because women can sense a weakness, but they don't. They can't quite right. put their finger on it because they put the finger on the wrong thing oftentimes. <laughs> Meaning, right, like right, they'll say, yeah. "Oh, they'll accuse Donald Trump or JLP of being weak in ways that they are not weak," but yeah, it's just projection. Yeah. So basically, I said. Uh, she said, I, at first she said, oh, I think it's wise for us to take space because uh, uh, we shouldn't be in a relationship. And I was like, you know what? I actually agree. Uh-huh. Kind of the one who you thought was a better Christian than you? Well, I guess I am. The one that, whom you said was your lady friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just uh, basically the implication is she's not ready for a relationship. And it seems like that's actually true, but there's probably other things going on that aren't being spoken about. But without getting into too much detail, I just basically seems like I dodged a bullet at this point. So I guess you were you were right. And thanks for keeping me on my toes, like I said the day before when I didn't get through. But okay, um, yeah. So the, on another note, the music for the intros to the show is. Great. I don't where do you guys get that music from? Is that just You're talking about that, you're talking about the twenty minutes of uh pre stream music during yeah. the before the Jesse, leading up to the Jesse Lee Peterson show? Yeah. That is those are selected by Chris, the board okay. operator, kickflip nice word, Galaxy Chris. Brain. And I believe that he I'm, selects them uh he hand picks them from uh I believe YouTube audio library, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. I have a suggestion for you, Chris. If, if you could put, like, the names of the songs, if, I don't know if you can do he does. that, because I would love to. Okay. Yeah, he shares that I'd with Nick, and then Nick puts it on the YouTube description later, after the show. Okay. You know, later in nice. later in the afternoon, our time. Nice. Yeah, so you can, yeah, you can see the music. play. You can see the uh, YouTube, I mean, the, the music playlist of the, uh, the intro music and then also the bumper music. Nice. Good to know. Yeah. I have my own music, and actually the music that Chris has been playing in the intros has inspired me to write some stuff that, I don't know, you guys might be interested in putting it on. Uh, I'm a bit of a musician, a lyricist, right? <laughs> so I send that, send that type of thing, send that type of uh, uh, tip to, uh, I guess, I guess uh, produ- the producer. Okay. Yeah, producer at jcleepeterson.com. And then he'll send it nice. to Chris... For his uh, vetting, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so the man. one thing I wanted to say about that that's is, funny because because it used to be so generic. The stuff that was free was generic, right. uninspired. Sometimes it was midi and cool, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So about how women love to play the victim, right? So, and if a man's a beta male, he does the same thing. But 
basically I tried to, I sent this individual a long, nice letter just explaining my side or whatever. And What individual? And she, this lady girl that I was seeing. Uh, and, uh, oh, no. and she, re- she responds and she says, she says, you're crossing my boundaries. You're violating my boundaries. And I'm, I'm just like, good grief. Like, this is just a prime example of playing the victim. Oh, yeah. I, I say don't write stuff. In general. Just leave it alone, eh? <laughs> yeah, you are Canadian, huh? or at least you spend some time in Canada. <laughs> That's funny. He said, eh? Yeah, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess Americans say, huh? Huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was like a, 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 you know, a kind letter just explaining, I understand if you're not ready, whatever, it's, it's okay. But then it goes like, oh, you're violating my boundaries. You're not giving me the space I asked for, which was, wasn't even clear in the first place. And it's just, it's, it's just annoying, you know, like, how could you, it's just classic, classic behavior. But anyways. On both sides, really, because, uh, you may not have had any business writing a letter, you know? You were No, it, you're right. I probably didn't need to do that, but I yeah. just felt like this could well, made it worse. Yeah, exactly. I think because my guess is like your spirit's wrong. And so like you like you're all worried about her being wrong when you're wrong yourself. It could be. Could be. Yeah. Let her be let her believe untrue things about you, you're not going to be able to change her mind. Right. <laughs> you're I'm only going to add to her way. judgment against you. I shouldn't get in the way of her own tribulations, right? So. Yeah. Nor you, um, nor, nor you, nor should you get in the way of your own uh, suffering, because you're worried about what she's thinking about you. And you yeah. just need to sit with that, maybe. Yeah, you're right. And I did that the other day. Because that was un... Because that was an un unrequested feedback and unrequested feedback is sometimes not wise yeah fair enough so that leads to it the was un- unsolicited advice <laughs> yeah i didn't ask for this what right the? yeah so you you kind of <laughs> were imposing on her because she didn't ask for you to for you to clarify anything yeah you're right you're right and you were well, to me it's to me it just strikes me as like you trying to protect your ego by saying she's yeah, wrong about right. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's I've my impression, man. How you, you stepped away from your phone. I can't hear you. You got muffled and quiet I'm all here. of a sudden. I'm here. I'm here. You're barely there. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. How old are you if you don't mind sure. my asking? I'm 31, man. Okay. Yeah. It's understandable, dude. <laughs> it's funny that you're coming you're coming on the Jesse Lee Peterson show and the Hake report and every time you come on it's like uh, humiliating. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's because you but guys... it's instructive, I guess. Yeah. Well, hopefully somebody hears it. And don't be this guy. <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. And so you're well, not sorry, fat. You're not fat, huh? Well, no, I'm, I'm average, I guess. Oh, so that means you are fat. <laughs> yeah, so why do you... What, what about my voice sounds fat to you? <laughs> Your laugh... You're like, like I don't know, insecurity, if you will, 
And oh, I don't know. Lord. It's just your tone of voice sounds like it's coming through a fat, fat voice. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I got a joke of the day for you. Okay, ready? Oh no. Yes, I guess. Do you know how to make holy water? No. You got to boil the hell out of it. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. Oh, <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you, Emmanuel. I, I really, I wish you well, man. Yeah, are you, you, are you autistic at all? I actually, this is so funny that you bring that up because I was talking to a, a lady the other day about her son who's autistic. And then I started thinking to myself, wait a second, I could be slightly autistic because like oh, no. that would explain my some of my stuff but i don't think i'm autistic i think i just i don't fall in line with social cues like on purpose because i just don't really care about it yeah you you want to you, you i mean you'll grow in wisdom perhaps if you uh if a if if a fool would persist in his folly he would become there wise you go. so so claims <laughs> so claims that guy <laughs> uh so claims uh, william blake or whatever his name was but thanks, Emmanuel. God with us is his name. Emmanuel, God with us. And it is, it is uh, Easter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll take care, Emmanuel. I wish you well. You too, Hank. All Thank right, you. God bless you guys. All yeah, right, you bye. too. Bye. Whew. Are there any other super chats I need to get to? Let's read a few. Um... Asmodor states regarding this YouTube thing. YouTube banned accounts of mine with fairly large follower accounts without notice. Never even responded to my appeals, much less gave a specific reason for the ban. Yep. Consistent with many people, but yeah, especially him. I was never allowed to monetization in the first place. Yeah. Yep. A couple of super chats from Gerana Mo. That's right, the anti-Semitism bill is for college campuses. Brainwashing is, the most, is most effective when starting with children. This anti-Semitism law, or, you know, mental children, which is what college students are, because they're not, uh, they're, it's ridiculous, they're worse than children, really, because they think they know. They're, they're technically adults. This anti-Semitism law is in place in Germany since almost 100 years now, including adults in everyday life. Yeah, I remember reading of, like, some old woman, like, in her 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe she's in her 70s or 60s. But I remember reading that she didn't go along with, like, the Holocaust thing, you know, like, the official story of, if you will, of the Holocaust, and she was, like, thrown in jail or something. They don't have free speech. Germans are so brainwashed by now, children and adults alike, says Geranimo, who I think may be German herself, that they don't dare to even think of questioning what really happened during world wars out of fear to be punished by law for it. They accepted to live in eternal guilt that was placed upon them. Yeah, and in reality, there was violence on many sides, and the, in, and the evil resides in each individual's heart. What a shame. German court, a German court sentenced... Oh, here's the story that I uh, botched. A German court, she says, sentenced an 88-year-old woman... 88, to six months in prison for having the nerves to question the gas chambers in Auschwitz. 
after a public event in January 2016 asking, where are the bodies? <laughs> but a Jewish George Soros, who's uh, evil, that publicly admitted to have been and acted on the side of the Nazis, is free to keep going. What a mess. That's Ursula Haverbeck. Haverbeck, says Asmodor with the super chat. She's in her 90s now. They just jailed her again for saying Auschwitz was a labor camp. Terrible. And so can Elon Musk impose free speech upon the world? With the iron fist of his billions, many billions of, in, in wealth? By way of Twitter, which is uh, currently a far-left platform and not a publisher of, I mean, par- currently a publisher, far-left publisher, not a platform. Enemies of America. What a shame. Before I get back to calls, um, Steve in New York City is coming up. He wants to talk about the government against the people and others. Jeremiah in Louisiana, the Hamites of today. Interesting. Maybe. Let me tell you about another thing that's going on related to this thing, this uh, censorship thing. Russian propaganda, getting censored, guys. (laughs) My former fellow guest on the capitalism debate from months ago, and slavery debate it ended up being, too, during the Super Chats section of uh, Modern Day Debate. It might have been one of my first appearances or second appearance on Modern Day Debate. Infra has, infrared, remember infrared? Has, H-A-Z, He tweeted, breaking, the reason for both my and Jackson Hinkle's ban from Twitch, Jackson Hinkle is another, like, young communist guy, uh, was because they were contacted by journalists, Twitch was contacted by so-called journalists from the so-called Financial Times today, meaning, I think it was yesterday, or maybe it was a few days ago, after a tech transparency project, which is a so-called nonprofit, I keep on saying so-called, report defamed our stream as content, stream content as Kremlin propaganda. He tweeted this April 13th, yeah, yesterday. Has went on in his thread, and I have some screenshots from this article from Financial Times on this, uh, what is this? Yeah, there it is, he found it. Amazon's, Amazon's Twitch bans some channels after researchers, researchers, meaning activists, find pro-Russia propaganda, is the headline here from uh, the Russian propaganda censorship. Live streaming platform has sought to block harmful misinformation after Moscow's invasion of Ukraine, right? So Haz says, you can find the defamatory report here, and he... Oh, no, he says, read the full article, and he tags Glenn Greenwald, who's the free speech guy. Article, Amazon's Twitch. And this article is written by David Lee uh, in Seattle, I guess, yesterday. David Lee is purportedly a white person, San Francisco correspondent. But he, I guess he was based covering Amazon e-commerce in the gig-slash-shared economy. But, uh... Apparently, he got involved in this story after being contacted by these activists who call themselves researchers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they're researchers. I'm a researcher, too. Infrared says, you can find the defamatory report here. Oh, but let me just show you. 
um, from excerpts from the article, a report from Tech Transparency Project detailed multiple accounts pushing pro-Kremlin falsehoods, such as claims the invasion was denazifying Ukraine and a Russian special operation. Other extremes peddled falsehoods about biolabs being set up in the war-torn country. And who knows how, what the truth or falsehood of those things are, you know? Uh, but they say that that's false. One account, Infrared Show, specifically named in this Financial Times article by David Lee, had been verified by Twitch, allowing it to receive additional monetization benefits, such as wave fees for cashing out on income on the site. The channel had almost 20,000 followers. It was banned shortly after the company was contacted by the Financial Times Wednesday evening, meaning yesterday evening, as were three others cited in the TTP report, Tech Transparency Project. That's David Lee writing. See these activists. It reminds me so much. And these are communists getting censored, right? Pro-Russia communists, basically. Which is fine. You know, this is America. I thought this was America. It reminds me a lot of Wall Street Journal. Rhino outlet Wall Street Journal, which some of you guys trust. But they're rhinos. Calling PewDiePie like a Nazi sympathizer and a racist. And contacting... Maybe out of jealousy, who knows what, because PewDiePie is a big YouTuber. One, he was the biggest YouTuber on YouTube out of, what, Sweden or somewhere? I forget where. But he speaks English, and he made some mocking videos, you know, playing around. Like, he dressed up as though he respected Hitler, but totally joking around. Like, <laughs> a totally non-political guy, like this atheist liberal guy who's just has fun, but he's an independent voice, so they don't like him. And he barely does any cultural commentary whatsoever. More now, more so now, they've gotten him to do it more. But they called him a this or that, and then so YouTube, Disney, and others, he, like, he had all these different deals. I think he had a deal with Disney. And they got him censored. Activists, activists, so-called journalists. Ridiculous, I'm shaking my head. So anyway... Going back to this has guy, this communist guy who got censored, he cites this tech transparency project uh, article. He says, Am- which reads, Amazon owns Twitch, spreading Russian misinformation on Ukraine. And no, they are a platform. They're not spreading it. They are a host of it, I guess you could say. But that is, here's the defamatory report. To be clear, I don't. Here, Haas says, to be clear, I don't blame Twitch employees or staff. This was 100% the doing of ideological, ideologically fanatical journalists trying to pressure Twitch into unfair censorship. And he shares this blog post. Amazon-owned Twitch spreading, spreading Russian misinformation on Ukraine. Tech Transparency Project. And they have no author credit, by the way. And so it is, you have, to, you have to get in line with our narrative, otherwise you're misinformation. Never mind that all kinds of misinformation is just the nature of how things happen. When everybody wants to report the news and be the first, and people have a, an agenda, that's the bigger issue, people have an agenda to push, oh, he is a war criminal, before they have any evidence of what's really going on. I'm talking about Sleepy Joe Biden. 
spreading suspect information, right? Oh, he's violating human rights. He's doing atrocities. It's a genocide. I heard a clip shared by Disclosed TV of <clears throat> Trump being interviewed by Hannity, I guess, saying, oh, what's going on? It is a genocide. It's a genocide going on. He's criticizing Biden, right? And I cut Trump slack. You all know I, lo- I, I love Trump and appreciate him. But come on, I, can you really say it's a genocide? He's just saying that to get at uh, Biden, I think. But Biden is calling it a genocide, too. A genocide because the Russians are pounding on Ukraine because Ukraine is fighting back because they're getting subsidized. Their war is getting subsidized by America and the so-called West, the anti-Western West, anti-white West. Interesting. Anti-Christian West. Very interesting, huh? And uh, Infrared has, Infrared has over there, who's, I, th- I forget what he is, Albanian or something like that says that this TPP, Tech Transparency Project, are a bunch of shady Democrats, shady progressive Democrats. Very interesting, huh? And it turns out, indeed, who funds the project? Open Society Foundations, that is George Soros, as well as Craig Newmark Philanthropies, Bohemian Foundation, on, whatever that is, O-N, with an on power button for an O, Omidyar Network, I haven't heard of any of those except for Open Society Foundations, which is George Soros's, uh, fu- literally funded by Soros. Who would have guessed? Says Haas. And sure enough, they're trying to go after his YouTube too, because when he got banned on Twitch, he started streaming on YouTube, his YouTube channel. And uh, so the Financial Times says, "Oh, he's uh, shortly after the ban, the stream was restarted on video sharing site YouTube owned by Google. YouTube did not immediately respond." To request for comment, says Financial Times writer. And these huge companies get pushed around by these uh, piddly, pipsqueak, dumb journalist people in these uh, big mainstream media outlets. Financial Times is a mainstream media outlet. Ridiculous. So, you know, I'm not on Haas's side in terms of much. But because Haas is a communist, he thinks that he thinks that American slavery was the worst thing ever. But don't censor the guy. He's like he's better than better than the the mainstream media. Or no. And I thought I'm sorry. I thought this was America. What? This is not America. Shaking my head. We are over the top of the hour, guys. It's time for some music. Let's get to some music. Right. This is uh, six organs of admittance, guys. I almost skipped this song because it's such a, not a downer, but so quiet it might put you guys to sleep, and so be it. Uh, This is the last track, it's three and a half minutes long, a little bit more, on the Six Organs of Admittance album Shelter from the Ash on Drag City from uh, 2007 or something like that. Hope you enjoy it, guys. Grin and bear it, you musical Philistines, or press mute if you want. But I don't think it's really, like, obnoxious. It's just maybe too calm for you. Female vocals. Cringe. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2 to your calls and perhaps uh, any more Super Chats that may come in. Appreciate it. And uh, I have more... um, 
on what's going on in the world. Okay? And I hope you uh, stay tuned. Nice. All right, guys. Be right back. This is Good Night by Six Organs of Admittance. The title of the track is Good Night. Isn't it kind of nice? Soft, sleepy. Loving this vibe. Thank you, JG. Ashley Galloway fell asleep. <laughs> Oops. Should have went with your gut and skipped it, Hake. Thank you, Robbie. Shout out to Facebook. What is that white orange thing? Referring to the uh, referring to the cover art. Asks little Chrissy. I don't know. It does look a little like devilish or ugly, or strange. But thank you guys for bearing with me through that 
beautiful music. Drag City Records is the, uh, what is that? Record label. And, uh, thank you. Six, hat tip to Six Organs of Admittance, Ben Chastney and, and team. Nice music, thank you. Although you're probably the liberals. <laughs> Who, uh, would prefer I don't even... But anyway, thank you. That was the last of the, uh, of Shelter from the Ash. We'll start something new on Good Friday. That's tomorrow, guys. Um, no, I've never had a manicure. I just, uh, I don't know. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the video of the album art on the CD. It shows my hand because I'm, like, showing you guys this front, back, side, and and, uh, inside the uh, jewel insert, jewel case, CD jewel case. Anyway, let me get to Steve in New York City, about to drop some truth bombs on us. Steve in New York City, how are you doing? How are you doing over there? Doing fine, thank you. Um, I, I, I sent emails to like um, the public advocate of New York City, Jumani Williams. And I, 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 um, Stay close to your phone. You seem to be coming in just a touch quiet for my taste. Okay, how's this? That sounds a lot better, I think. Go ahead. Okay, okay. I um, contacted my uh, city advocate, Jumani Williams, and huh. all they do is like um, send me a bunch of uh, 30 different phone calls to, to uh, contact. Now, here's my situation. And... and- Okay, yeah, what did you send contact about? Ju- Is that how you pronounce it? Jumani, J-U-M-A-A-N-E, Williams. I thought it was Jumane Williams, but it's Jumani, huh? I, I guess so. I, don't, I, I could be mispronouncing it as well. This but black I, guy, I, I, New York City yeah. public advocate since 2019, 46 yeah. years old. Go now, ahead. What did, you, what, what did you send him about? What is the issue? Well, I... I told him about my situation. My situation is this. Okay. From the lockdowns, my business was destroyed. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, I haven't been able to pay rent in, like, more than two years. I haven't been able to pay... Rent um, rent for your business rent? Uh, your, you know, your business home, location? Home. Oh, oh, home rent. Home. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Two years. I haven't been able to pay my... Um, uh, have they utilities. have they tried to force you to pay rent, or is there a is there an eviction? Uh, there's a, there's a, there's an eviction moratorium. Hearing. There's an eviction hearing pending. Oh, you know, next month. So, so the I moratorium said, hey, on evictions is not in place for you. Right, gone, all over. But um, what I did was that I I said to these socialists, I said, listen, I thought you guys were for the workers. You made everybody um, unable to work. Right. I mean, if I, if I walk down the street, Steinway Street in, in Queens, New York, is a street that's filled with stores. I mean, it's like the mall. It's like a mall. Uh-huh. Right? Steinway Street. Two blocks of Steinway Street, I saw 33 stores shut down. <sighs> that's not to mention, that is not to mention the, the, the businesses uh, above the stores. There's like, you know one or two uh, levels of businesses above the stores. And since the, some of these businesses above the stores were replaced by brothels, I swear to you, about, yeah. about four of them. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Um, now, I told these guys, I said, listen, and I sent you guys emails, I sent emails to Jesse Lee, and I sent the, the copy of um, the emails to other, other media and influencers, podcasters throughout the country. Um, so they all, you know, they said, hey, we're, you know, you can work with these services and these services and get free food from this. And I'm like, you guys made me broke. You know, I owe my landlord thousands of dollars. Wow. So you've been a deadbeat renter, a squatter. Yeah. Well, I'm partially blind and I'm 60 years old. So what do you want from me? I mean, I've been fine. You know, I, I make a little money here and there, but not not enough to pay rent, no, no rent anymore. Why, why haven't you moved? Um, I will move. I have, I have, um, I have places to go. If if in fact the eviction goes through, I have places to go. But so you haven't I don't, you haven't wanted to move, like you haven't felt any any regardless of what the government did. You're not paying your rent. When you can't pay your rent, it seems like it's a time to move because you're. You, do you live in New York City proper? Isn't that an expensive place to live? Yeah, but I have a very cheap apartment. Oh, I have a very, and even with the cheap, cheap apartment, you're not able to pay your rent. Right. I wow, mean, man. You know, you know what, what am I supposed to do? And I, I said, hey, the government. You're supposed to move me. to a place where you can work and pay rent, like because New York City is not a, a business friendly city, especially. In, Two years going. Yeah. I Sixty years old is not necessarily that self, so you're not too able to no, I'm, I'm pretty healthy, except I can't see very well. I okay. My my yeah. eyesight is is diminished to the point where I can't uh see, you know, I can't I can't see you know, I had a job. I had a business. I yeah. had things moving along. Yeah. And because of lockdowns, you know, everything, you know, all the the the, the businesses that I was supporting, gone. They're gone. That's it. The company I used to work for packed up and moved to Israel. What am I supposed to do? Huh. It took me it it took me months. You should move to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my spirits are high and everything like that. I just wanted to like Stick it to these guys, man. You know, they, stick it to who? They, You're sticking it to the landlord, and it's not the landlord's fault, though. You know. Oh well, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the truth. The landlord is a piece of garbage. I but that does. But he's not. He's not the one who did this to you. It's the. It's the shutdowns that did this to you. The shut. Yeah. And you're supposed right, to. And you're supposed to like set up your life in a way where, you can, be agile. And handle the the stuff that comes at you, but now you're yeah. like coming and crying to advocacy groups, which maybe that's a route to go. I don't know. And I say crying well, to advocacy groups. I don't. I don't. I don't mean the, the to be one, the, too disrespectful, but I don't know, man. I don't know. No, I no, I understand where you're coming from and everything. Yeah. And, and and the landlord was a piece of garbage to me for like many years. And, uh, but you, but was, not enough for you to to leave. You were still you had a deal with him. It's it's irrelevant what whether he's a piece of garbage or not. You had a deal with him, right? And you're not holding up your end of the deal because, and it's not his fault that you can't hold up the end of the deal. It's somebody else. It's somebody else's fault. But it's also your own fault. 
you know? But to me, to me, I mean, I get, I get they take advantage of the opportunities to stay in a place, I guess, since they are, since they are easy on squatters and that's basically what you're doing, right? You're not paying rent. Are you paying, have you paid anything with the little money that you have made? Very little. I, I, I barely have enough money to, um, to eat on a daily basis. You know, I have to like ration out to about maybe 12 bucks a day, maybe hmm. 10 to 12 bucks a day. Right. Sometimes, sometimes. Are I you eat, eating uh, healthfully? Out of not curiosity? Really. Not really? Not really. How, how can you eat healthy on $10 a day? You can, really? you can, you can, you can make it work. I hope. Yeah. Yeah, you just but, you go to the grocery store. There's cheap stuff. There's uh, oatmeal is pretty cheap, and uh, yeah, but I know veggies oatmeal. have gone up. Veggies and fruit have gone up, but you can yeah. do it, man. And you, you have you don't really seem to have a can-do attitude. Oh no, you I say do. your spirits are up, but but you haven't been coming through on your end of the deal. How could I? It's move. not my fault. Move. Move where? <laughs> There's plenty of places in the world, in the in the city, in the I mean, not in the city, in the country, to to move to that's cheaper. I mean, yeah, you say that you have a a good deal on that place, but you can move to a place that's more business friendly, that you can set up a business and uh, and pay cheap, relatively cheap rent. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it is, but it is what it is. But you know, but you're going, you're go, you're crying to a black liberal, Jumani Williams, who who hates you. What are you? Right. Ita- are you Italian? I'm Italian and Greek. So you're white enough to be hated, and you're not. You're not a liberal. <laughs> this guy's a black Democrat, Democrat, Democratic socialist. He calls himself Jumani. Yeah, Jumani the socialist is for- and that socialist is for the working people. No, he's not, dude. Don't fall for that. I mean, you can no, try no, to I'm, you can try I'm to not. use that against him. Fine, like I'm I'm fine with you guys with you taking advantage of the opportunities, right? That present mm-hmm. themselves. But uh, but uh, don't be a victim. No. Oh, I'm this oh, this guy's this uh, landlord's a piece of garbage, and he may well be, but you made a business deal with him. That's true. That's true, but I'm trying to get him his money. I'm trying, you know, through through social programs and everything like that. Yeah, I'm trying, you know. Are you fat? Um, what? Are you fat? No. <laughs> no. Nice. <laughs> well, well, I can, I can, I can stay to lose about ten to fifteen pounds. All right, all right. So you're you not know. too fat, but you are fat. Yeah, get no, health, get you, get yourself healthy though, man. I mean, you don't want to exercise too much. Then you have to eat. Then you have to eat more, and then you'll have to uh, spend more money. I but, th- but you'll, then you'll have more energy, and then you'll be able to work for yourself. And then maybe you can afford LASIK, laser eye surgery, to fix no, your eyes. No, no, my, my my retina's damaged. I can't do LASIK. My retina's damaged. Maybe they can do retina repair. No, they can't. Oh, okay. I've been through all the doctors. Oh, I okay. All right. I, I mean, I mean, you know, yeah. Thanks. For I don't know. know. Yeah. Yeah. You but, you would um, know better than I. Yeah. Um, no, but um, you know, the government that made me, you know, that made me uh unable to make my make my wages destroyed my business, destroyed my 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 method of is not helping. They they don't help. They don't right. help at all. That's true. They are they the, won't help. They are against the people, but that's why you have to be for your 
you have to be able-bodied and have wherewithal yourself and able-minded, you know? Yeah. I'm not giving don't, medical don't, advice. <laughs> don't, don't worry about me. I can, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to survive this and everything, and I'm not going to be homeless. Like I will survive. <laughs> what is, is that uh, Aretha, Gloria, Aretha Franklin? No, Glo- oh, okay. Gloria Gaynor, 1978. Nice. I will survive. <laughs> Great song. Great song. But I, I don't know but, if she survived. Is she Gloria Gaynor? Gloria Gaynor. I see she's still alive. All right. Yeah. So she survived. All right. I guess she proved me wrong. 78 years old. <laughs> 78 years old. See? Look at that. 1978, 78 years old. That's what uh, Gloria... See? I know these <laughs> Um, But, you know, this is like, hey, the the government that, that says that for the workers made you not work. Yeah. And the ones that, you know, they, they say they're going to help and all they do is push line, uh, push paper around. They, they give you a bunch of numbers to contact. I won't, I won't send you any more emails about this thing, but I wanted to let them know that I was contacting media and so on and so forth. And oh, okay. Me. Yeah. You know, um, so that's cool, man. You listen to the show every day? Just about, just about every day. What do you do I mean, with yourself all day? Um, I, uh, cause you I could still to, be I, a, you could still be a, think about it. Jesse Lee is a little bit older than you just slightly. Yeah. And he's like energetic, making it happen, fit, healthy, thriving. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. languishing. Oh, I don't know if you're languishing, but no, I'm not. I'm you not gotta really get, languishing. you gotta whoosh, get into shape. Um, Asmodor has a super chat for you, which could be helpful. You might find helpful. The, he, say, he states, the majority of my meals consist of dried pinto beans and brown rice. You can eat healthy and very cheap. It's not hard. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, yeah, meant, that's, that's meant as, as uh, a, a good tip. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I, I thank him for that. Pinto beans. I, I usually do lentil, lentil soup. Nice. Like that. I usually do uh, rice and beans, you know, the the Dominican style. Okay. Um, I had a Dominican girlfriend a long time ago. Oh my God. TMI. No kidding. (laughs) No, no. Oh my God, she cooked like great. You know, she cooked amazing. I know. (laughs) Um, but um, you know, for the most part, you know, I try to, I try to, you know, cook as much as I can. You know. Yeah. Um. Carrots. Carrots are good for your eyesight, I hear. I don't know if that'll no, repair the... No, it's a lie. <laughs> They're a not... Lie. <laughs> well, carrots are, carrots are good roughage, right? <clears throat> Veggies. They're, they're Dried good. beans. Oh, yeah. Just soak them 24 hours first is taking care of business. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, I definitely wish you well. Let me know how it goes. I'm going to be I'm gonna be visiting you soon, guys. Oh, it's, really? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be moving out to, not California or California, but I'm going to be going out to uh, uh, Arizona or uh, Oklahoma soon. Um, don't repay. Anyway. I, I'm giving you all kinds of advice, which you didn't really ask for. But don't repay okay. evil for evil. Whatever this landlord is. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I got it. Yeah. I don't, and I don't even know what you're doing. I just, I just thought I'd pass that along. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Don't pay evil with evil. You doing JLP's silent prayer? 
No, I'm going to suffer and die. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks for the call, man. Thanks for the interesting info. Yeah. I, I do, do want to know how it goes. Check in again. Okay. All right. Call I'll again. I'll probably see you soon. Bye. Okay, cool. Take care. Nice call. Thanks for the, uh, the advi- advice, f- fellas. Asmodor, uh, taking care of business. So let me get to Jeremiah in Louisiana. He's on the line. Jeremiah in Louisiana, how are you doing? This is the day. I forgot about oh. this. Oops, I didn't do that. He uh, disconnected. Must be out in the boonies. Carrot cake is good, but sugar is poison. Yes, that's true. He may be calling back, guys. I don't know. Um, you can call in 888-775-3773. Jeremiah in Louisiana. He's, okay, you can put him on hold. He's back. He's back. That was a false start there. Jeremiah in Louisiana, you're back on the line. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. It's all good, man. What's up? Hey. <laughs> all right. So one thing at a time. We don't. We just don't have this one thing at a time. So you believe the book? Do you believe the book is could be twofold, threefold sometimes even? The book couldn't be twofold or threefold. Yeah. I have no idea what you're saying. What's your question? Like, okay. I, 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 I'm not sure if it's appropriate, but uh, the law of circumcision. Is that not? Oh, cool? circumcision. Not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to go there if it's too. Vulgar for you. I appreciate um, it. I appreciate your to, sensitivity to my to rules. <laughs> we can go to the enemy thing, right? So the enemy thing. Uh, Judah and Israel, were they not, like, always in, at, uh, I guess, if, were they always fighting? Judah fighting against Israel? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that Judah was part of... Man, his phone is messed up. He, he dropped again. I didn't touch it. See my fingers? I don't, I don't hang up on him, especially when he hasn't gotten vulgar yet. <laughs> and he doesn't always get vulgar, guys. That vulgar. Uh, but to answer his question, I wasn't aware of Judah and Israel fighting against each other. I mean, I know that the Israelites always fought against each other a little bit, but I'm not sure what he's talking about. What a mess. Uh, let's do it one last try for Jeremiah in Louisiana. One last try. One last try. Go ahead. Right, so back, back to Israel and Judah. Were they always fighting? I'm not aware of that. Oh, I thought you knew the book, though. Go okay, ahead. So let me go ahead and fill you in a little bit. Okay, so Saul and David, they fought, right? King Saul and King Judah. David, yeah. Or David right. before Judah. he became king. Right, right. Judah so that's an example of Judah and Israel fighting? Judah, Judah and Ephraim fought, right? If Ephraim would be uh, Israel, right? Ephraim? Yeah. I'm not aware of that either. Uh, okay. Uh, they would be considered Israel. Now, um, I believe it was uh, Judah would allied with Assyria, and um, I want to say Israel allied with, uh, I'm not sure, uh, either Aram or some, some other, some other uh, civilization. But they were, they were always battling each other. Okay. Yeah, even until Jewish, even until Jesus' time, they were they were all, always at odds end, right? All right. So that would be considered an enemy. But the book says, "Love your enemy," right? Supposed to love your enemy. Yep. And that came so that that's twofold. That came before that came before they split. 
the Ten Commandments came well before they split. Right. Right. But they were always when the when the when the commandments when the commandments came, they it was they were always quarreling in the wilderness too. Uh-huh. Um true. Uh Northern Kingdom, Southern Kingdom, they would always be they would always fight. Um Jesus fighting the Pharisees, uh, you know. Okay. Uh, Saul Saul and David were Benjamin and Judah. So right. that was actually like two two of the same tribe fighting. But I, would that would be considered enemies, right? David knew the law, so he knew not to go against Saul. But Saul was always at David's head. Uh-huh. So I was trying to tell you like a few months ago. Okay. Um, but that would be considered enemy. So it says love your enemy. You're not supposed to fight your enemy. All right. You're not supposed to fight your brother, your neighbor. Uh, back to the neighbor thing, if you want to go back to the neighbor thing, uh, when the race war kicks off, who do you go to? You go to your people, right? You're going to go to your people. You're not going to go to us. You're not going to go to the Hispanics. You're going to go with your people because I know who you are. Are you That's not the aware that there is a race war already going on? Uh, kind of, but it's not. Yeah, it's not mostly black on white. Not FYI. necessarily, no. But, yeah. that, yes, but when you go, when, when it does take <laughs> off, you're going to go with your own people, your neighbor, people that looks like you. That's what that means. Love your neighbor. Love your enemy. That's what that means. Now we can go to what I was That's what, not what that uh, means. The other thing I want to talk about, okay, Ishmael. That's not what that means, him. FYI. Because love your enemy doesn't mean only your enemy who looks like you. FYI. Okay, so what, what, FYI. Happens, when Jesus, what happens when Jesus said... Because uh, Jesus for even, even cited bring, a Samaritan. So when, Hold when on, Jeremiah. Said, Jeremiah, I'm talking. Okay. Jesus right. even cited a Samaritan, a story of a Samaritan who helped out uh, an Israelite in a, in a parable, right? A Samaritan mm-hmm. was not an Israelite. So they were enemies too, and he, the Samaritan was an example of someone who loved his enemy. Oh man, he dropped off. What a mess. Oh well. He was rattling off stuff, trying to explain himself, and I appreciate it. Uh, man, your phone is too messed up, apparently, for today. Thank you, sir, though. Mildly interesting. I think that it's a stretch. For the black Hebrew Israelites to think that they get to love to love only fellow black Hebrew Israelites, even those who are wayward, and not, or you know, the Indians who they think are also Israelites, and the uh, Mexicans and whoever else who are fellow black uh, fellow Hebrew Israelites or whatever, <laughs> but you get to hate white people. It sounds like shenanigans. Pulling shenanigans just like the intellectuals, the blind, brainwashed intellectuals whom Jesus debunked. But thank you, man. Uh, Obama phone, I guess. Maybe he got one of those illegal alien phones from Biden. (sighs) Lots of stuff, actually, to cover yet. There was a funny story. I guess I'll tell it. Jack Dorsey was trending on Twitter. Jack Dorsey, one of the founders, the co-founders of Twitter. It's ridiculous. And I saw this on TKR Official over there on Telegram. And I halfway thought that I misread it or didn't understand it or didn't believe it. But sure enough, he was trending on Twitter. And according to Joe Pompliano, a blue check mark, said Jack Dorsey, the co-founder of the far-left publisher Twitter that bans... Trump and conservatives banned the president of the United States. Ridiculous. He sold his first ever tweet as an NFT last year. Non-fungible something something. T-something. Token. It was bought for $2.9 million. Somebody, some poor sap sucker bought it. Uh, An NFT collector. NFT is like a 
I don't know, it's kind of like a crypto-related thing, right? Something like that? And, he, uh, and so that $2.9 million with which he bought that, I mean, which, with, which he sold that for, for which he sold that, he converted that money to Bitcoin and donated to China virus relief in Africa. Aw, Jack Dorsey, feeling sorry for the blacks. Isn't that nice? But last week, the buyer relisted this NFT, Jack Dorsey's first tweet, which was March 21st, 2006, 3.50 p.m., uh, just setting up my Twitter without uh, any vowels in the word Twitter. And uh, the buyer relisted it for $48 million, which would have been a, which would have been a, a ma- major gain. And the auction ended with the top bid of just $280. <laughs> so he bought it for $2.9 million and, and sold it for $280. In other words, he lost nearly $3 million. <laughs> what a mess. It's according to Coin, Coindesk. So Jack Dorsey's uh, words are not so, not so uh, valuable. Jack, over there on Twitter. What a mess. To me, that's kind of funny. Got a super chat for you guys over here, uh, Asmodora, which I didn't catch this until uh, just now. Jeremiah is conflating the Hebrew tribes of Judah and Ephraim and Benjamin to the dual kingdoms of Judah and Israel. He is a confused lad. Yes. Yeah, I saw some other tweets. I mean, live chats. Viewer USA says, Judah and Israel fought a lot, but they had a few times of peace, notably in the days of Jehoshaphat and Ahab. But this became a snare to Judah because Ahab's family infiltrated Judah. And Master Jim says, Hake, the house of Israel started to worship false idols. Don't they all? Don't they all? Turkey man. Stinky boy? Is that stinky boy? Uh, After King Solomon's death, Judah and Israel split. Oh, yeah. I I read the whole Bible. I just didn't really catch on to what was going on. I just knew that there was constant infighting. Just like today. To this day, even among the so-called purported followers of the one true God, the Christians? To this day! Today! Let me tell you about this. You guys ever heard of the Great Schism? <laughs> Maybe some of you guys know about this stuff more than I do. But, you know, we got this call. F- it was Bible Thumper Thursday on Jesse Lee Peterson's show, and this was mildly interesting to me. And so I thought I would share it. I looked up, um, you know, what's going on between the Catholics, the origins of the Catholics, and the uh, Eastern Orthodox Church, right? Because I heard that Eastern Orthodox is not Catholic, nor is it Protestant. That's what I heard. And so I uh, stumbled across this article after a search from National Geographic on the Catholic versus Orthodox situation. It's called the Great Schism. National Geographic is a far-left 
enemies of the Christians, enemies of reality outlet. Used to be just, they had good photographers and they came out with a monthly magazine and it was like, looked kind of official and normal. Then they started to have an agenda, and maybe they always had that agenda. But here's it from the resource library. July, July 16th, 1054 CE. CE. This is the headline. And I have a screenshot of the headline. and I actually have a screenshot of a map, which is kind of interesting, too, which I'll get to. The Great Schism. Schism means like a divide, right? C.E. What's C.E.? National Geographic, anti-Christian National Geographic. This is why I say A.D. Because I say it is 2022 A.D. And they're referencing back to 1054 C.E. C.E. is short for common era because they hate God and Jesus and our Lord so much that they cannot bear to call it what it is, the year of our Lord, Anno Domini. That's how secularized that they're pushing it. They hate reality so much. National Geographic supports the transgender agenda, I dare say. Am I, ta- am I yelling too loud? Why am I? Why is he yelling? <laughs> you give them traffic, Hake. <laughs> Just name them. Whatever. You're, you're, on, you're on D-Live. Anti-Christian. D-Live. Anti-white. D-Live. Name them. <laughs> anyway. Um, on July 16, 1054 CE, Common Era, it's A.D., Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, or Anno Domini, as I used to pronounce it. Patriarch of Constantinople, Michael Cerularius, was excommunicated, starting the great schism that helped that created the two largest denominations in Christianity, the Roman Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church, or they call them faiths. So they claim, right? And, uh... Celerius's excommunication was a breaking point in the long-rising temp- tensions between the Roman Catholic Church, based which is now called Istanbul, Turkey. Istanbul, great song. Remember RJD2? Was that, was that what it was called? R- RJD2, remember them? Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Great song. I don't know, it's kind of catchy. Uh, the resulting split divided European Christian Church in, the European Christian Church into two major branches, the two largest denominations in Christianity, the Western Roman Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church, split known as the Great Schism, sometimes called... And 54. And it's kind of interesting what they divided over. I'll show you the, uh, I'll show you the map later, but, um, what were the complex mix of religious disagreements and political conflicts? Uh, one of the disagreements was whether or not it was acceptable to use unleavened bread for the sacrament of communion. What a mess, huh? Like, why would you care? Kind of like the, how the flat awake. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
Um, the West supported the practice, the East did not. Others objected to religious, other objects of religious dispute, dispute include the exact wording of the Nicene Creed and the Western belief that clerics should remain celibate, which is interesting. Which is interesting. Why do the Catholics say that the priests cannot be married, me, celibate, meaning they can't have sex? Why do they say they can't be married when actual, actually, wasn't Peter supposedly the first pope, according to them? And Peter, I think he was married. And in the New Testament, they say uh, a leader, you know, a preacher or whatever, should be the husband of but one wife, meaning zero or one. Take your pick, but not more than one. That's what it means. Meaning that seemed to indicate that you could be a... So what are, what are you Catholics on about, about uh, celibacy? It just... I think you're going farther than what God wanted. And then look at the results. You're ending up getting with getting a homosexual priest who get with the boys. Which is not as common as they pretend, okay? So I'll shout out to the Catholics. We love you. But I don't get where you get the, the clerics should remain celibate. But whatever. These religious disagreements were made worse by a variety of political conflicts. Power of Rome. Rome believed that the Pope, the religious leader of the Western Church, should be a, have authority over the Patriarch, the religious authority of the Eastern Church. Constantinople disagreed. Each church recognized their own leaders. Leaders. Shameful. You have one leader, Christ, right? Shameful. And, you know, I've heard Catholics criticize the uh, Protestants because you look at uh, America, the United States of America, a Protestant country. We're the only normal Christians. <laughs> it's funny. I call us normal Christians, but we're not even as numerous as the Catholics or the Eastern Orthodox. You guys way outnumber us, both of you. But, you know, America turned Protestant and we turned degenerate real fast. But so, too, did the Catholics. And, you know, the, uh, the, I heard that Putin's KGB, or, you know, the KGB, the FSB or whatever, they infiltrated the Eastern Orthodox Church, so I heard that the Eastern Orthodox Church is not exactly, uh, not exactly pure themselves, but it's like, America's evil, Europe is even more evil, but Europe is no longer Catholic, they're like atheists, and America being evil and that bunch of fake Christians and atheists and certainly not Christian people running the show. And, and so it's a bunch of evil versus evil infighting. And, you, and I did pick up, never mind about Israel and Judah, I picked up in the New Testament, I read the New Testament as well as the Old, in the New Testament, over and over again, I saw, there should not be infighting among you, there should not be backbiting and gossip and all that stuff. But to this day, there is that division to this day. Divisions in the church. I follow Paul. I follow Apollos. I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Were you baptized? Ask Paul. Were you baptized in the name of Paul? So crazy, huh? The two churches have never reunited, but over a thousand years after their split, the Western and Eastern branches of Christianity came to more peaceable terms. 1965, Pope Paul VI and Patriarch Athenagoras, the first, lifted the long-standing mutual excommunication because one was excommunicated by, like, the Roman church excommunicated the uh, leader of the, the Eastern one, 
And so the Eastern one excommunicated them back. <laughs> you can't excommunicate us. I'm excommunicating you. Excommunicating you. Too late, I quit. Crazy, huh? Ridiculous. I have some super chats regarding this celibacy thing, but hang tight for that and more. Uh, more super chats. Because I want to talk, I want to show this uh, map. Look at this map. This is the map of like Europe and like the white part of Asia, if you will. Is, is Russia white? I don't know. But it shows the Roman Catholic or Western Church, right? And it has UK and Europe. Because UK, they don't consider themselves part of Europe sometimes. And it's called, this map is called the Expansion of Christianity. And then it has this red line. And then it says Greek Orthodox or Eastern Orthodox Church. Isn't that interesting? And I came across this article in DW from 2018. I forget what DW is, but it's probably a liberal outlet. And they... Isn't that interesting? So, like, and I know it's not all religion. It's ego and, and uh, power and uh, hatred. Same thing. Uh, between these people. And then you look over at America, too. America's a third branch of Christianity, right? Because a lot of Protestants, a lot of Protestants escaped England, Right? to uh, go to America, pilgrims, to have their religious freedom. Religious freedom meant type of, the type of Christianity that you want to follow. Didn't mean, oh, any atheist or Muslim and other weirdo religions can, or, or, or fellow whites or whatever can come in and subvert our country. But apparently they did it anyway. Because of the corruption of the, of the hearts. So you can't really blame Protestantism or Catholicism or Orthodoxism or atheism. It's the corruption of the hearts, right? Constantinople, interesting, Constantine was the first Roman emperor to convert to Christianity. So they both are trying to lay claim to being the original Christians or something. By the way, um, there was a story of this guy named Bartholomew or something like that who angered Mos the Moscow patriarch of the church with his move to grant the Ukrainian church independence from Russia. That interesting. That was reported back in 2018. Maybe even before that. So long-standing divisions in many ways with Russia and Ukraine and all that mess. All of that mess. And then you have these atheists, these cringy atheists saying, oh, see, religion is the problem. No, the evil of the heart is the religion. As if the atheists get along. They kill more than anybody. Commies. <laughs> anyway. Because I don't know enough to blabber on about that. Asmodor states, states with the super chat, celibacy of Catholic clergy became policy after family members of deceased bishops and priests petitioned for inheritance from the church, according to some seemingly reliable sources. Oh, so family members of them wanted stuff, so they wanted them to be celibate so that 
the family members didn't get the inheritance, but like the church did or something like that. Like the wife and the kids. They didn't want them to have wives and kids because they wanted the money to stay in the church. And that's how they kept the, church, the money in the church, maybe. Um, taking care of businesses, Catholic priests remain celibate as an adherence to the car- canon law. They view it as a gift to God and a gift from God that serves two purposes, allows them to dedicate themselves to the service of God, that is mentioned in the Bible, and allows them to follow Jesus' example as he was celibate as well, which is true. But was Peter celibate? I thought that Peter had a wife, but I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah, but they didn't make that into a rule, and it said that they should be, like a leader in the church should be a husband of but one wife. I don't know, but that's, but anyway. That's the dogma, but the real reason may have been the money. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Another couple of super chats. Your girlfriend says, Jeremiah has such a remedial understanding of war. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, your girlfriend. John WX25 says, Musk is on to something. He builds spaceships to send tofuers up to Mars. Buying Twitter forces them onto the ships. Let's contribute to the tofuer trip. Interesting. Let me get to uh, Donning Armor in California. Donning Armor, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you doing, sir? Fine, thank you. Wonderful. I just have a simple question. It's my new question that I thought of uh, a day ago. Why do you worship an alien god? Explain. The God that you worship is Jesus, correct? No. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Jesus is Father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so you okay. can. Consi- why do you call him an alien God? Uh, does it come from white people? Don't know. It does directly. <laughs> it does directly come from white people. By directly, like my my direct source was from my parents and the people around me. America, you know, a, a white Christian okay, country. But- the faith itself comes from the Middle East. Um, by way of God, though. But yeah, I get you what you're saying. So why? Why? Because it seems true. It rings why, true. Why an alien religion? Why don't you? Why don't Why don't you ask? Why don't you ask the majority of whites who who follow it? Do you You well, think you're smarter you than the majority are, of whites who follow it? <laughs> You are a white person. The majority of whites do follow an alien religion. Why? I just want to know why. You don't know? No, I don't. Maybe you should look into it. Give an honest take into it. Well, I'm talking to the most Christian person that I've ever met in my life, James <laughs> Hake. So I was hoping... And I'm telling you to look into it for yourself. Oh. Yeah. So you don't have an answer. No, that is my answer. Because... Because you're not going to get it. You're not going to, you are, you just like everybody else are a stubborn person. And so you're not going to accept my, my answer. You have to know for yourself and see for yourself. Hey, hey, you hurt my feels. Come on now. I'm hurting your feelings right now by calling you stubborn. Yeah, no, that hurts me. I just want to know why you are practicing the faith of a foreign people. Why? 
Because it's not a foreign people, it's an American religion. And I am an American, and I was raised in America, a Christian nation. Why are you rejecting, why are you rejecting the white, white Christianity? Uh, you believe in whiteness, but not Christianity. What the heck? Does it, it's kind of a, 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 con, I try to, a contradiction. I try, to, I try to avoid the term whiteness. I'm a white man. You're a white man. Right. We have our culture. We have our history. We have right. our own beliefs. And you don't understand right. white history and why whites accepted Christianity by looking at history. No, I, I understand why. It's because Christianity was spread by the sword and it was forced upon our people. That's, that's really all it is to you, huh? Yes. Constantine spread Christianity by the sword. Yes. And so, what, and so all the other generations and generations and generations of whites are just suckers because of suckers for Constantine's sword in your mind, and you are the only enlightened one. Well, I don't know if I'm enlightened. I'm the only one that says, I don't know. Everybody else seems to know the answers. I don't. Then why do you, assume, why do you assume that that's the only reason that uh, Christians believe in it? Well, we know. It became, it, became tra- it became tradition because it was working for the whites. No, because it was forced upon them. You don't, you don't, you're saying it didn't, it was not working for the whites. All no, these generations, thousands of years, right? Uh, at least like 1,500 no, years. Yeah, at least 1,500. It's more like less than 1,000 <laughs> years. But for Constantine? How, how old is Constantine? Before that, for hundreds of thousands of years, we were getting along just well on our own, with our own beliefs and our own culture. So you claim... Country. So you claim. Less than a th- Constantine was 306 to 337, man. The heck? Congratulations. So why are you saying less than a thousand years? You're, you're like you're not making sense. Are you, have you been drinking? Why do you keep asking me if I'm drinking? Because sometimes you don't make sense. And you come well, in with different moods. Sense. Paganism never went away. It's still here. I'm asking you. Is paganism thriving? Is paganism working for the whites? It was working for hundreds of thousands of years before Christianity. How do you know that we're hundreds of thousands of years old? Because that's the common science is like human beings, humanity. But history history doesn't date back that far. So how do you know that it was working past history, history. History dates back much further than that. Are you talking about human history? No, what's written okay. down. What's written down at the t- during the times. Contemporary okay, well, history was, only dates back a few thousand years, right? You have runic stones, where, but it wasn't a language. So based on runic marking, stones, you think that, his, that it was w- it, working on them? It, working it, for them? Concluded. What? All right. They're, they date back... 10,000 years. Okay. Christianity only existed in Europe for a couple thousand at most. And you're making the, and you're making the assumption that these runic stones indicate that, that paganism was working for whites for hundreds of thousands of years. Well, and you can't see what's in front of your nose. The foreigners and their religion that you worship and you practice, they documented it. We didn't have a written language in Europe until it was conquered 
by Christians. But that doesn't mean that we didn't have faith. It doesn't mean that we didn't have our own customs, culture, and religion. It also we, doesn't we mean did. that it, it also doesn't mean that it was working. It doesn't mean that it was working or not working. Yeah, but you're assuming that it was working. Like you have a grass is greener on the pagan side of the of reality, which you don't no, you don't know that to be very, true. I asked you a very simple question: Why do you worship an alien god? It makes sense to me, and it's not an alien god. It's it's. America is a Christian nation. Whites have been Christians for many generations, and I, I posit that it was working for many of them, and that's why they stuck with it, not because of Constantine's sword, which is a ridiculous well, thing to your, think. Your entire show is about how it's not working. Is it working out for us now? Or does the world seem like it's getting a little bit crazy out there? You, you blame Christianity oh, for how the world is? No. You seem to be blaming Christianity for how the world is. Uh, certainly not much love to all the Christians. I'm not blaming them for it. I'm just saying the world <laughs> seems to be rather crazy right now, and it's Christian-dominated. No, it's not. <laughs> the world is not Christian-dominated. It most certainly is. Most white people are Christians. Um, well, who dominates it? Um, Anti-whites. Anti-whites. Dominate the Western world. I, I think that you would agree with me on that. I, Do you blame Christianity for being, for anti-whiteness too? I'm not blaming Christianity for anything. I'm not blaming it for anything. Like I you said, said that it's not working. It doesn't seem to be. We got to trans story hour in the kindergarten schools, right? You, you think that's Christianity? I, it's, it's been done under the umbrella of Christianity. We are a Christian nation, as you just said yourself. Right. United we States are a Christian nation. Christian principles. Christian founded. Now we, have drag, now we have drag queen story hour inside of our kindergarten schools. So, yeah, I kind of think that you dropped the ball. But that's not, those aren't, we aren't dominated by Christians anymore. As I just talked about how America turned evil because of the evil of the hearts. But sucker... Atheists want to just lay blame to this foreign religion. <laughs> it is a foreign religion. Man, we got some super chats I got to read. Um, All right, let's read them. There's no doubting that it's a foreign religion. It's not a white religion. We know that. Well, you believe in being white. You believe in being white, which is a, a shallow thing. Um, uh, Brandon M. with the Super Chat says, Constantine only made it protected under Roman law. Um, things like Mithraism and the polytheism just dried out. They were pagan emperors after him, like Julian. It was not forced on them. They embraced it. Yawning is being dishonest again, or ignorant. Ledgeclinger says, tell Yawning Armor that's whites, that whites merely accepted Jesus' decree to spread the word to all corners of the earth, whites being the most reasonable race, accepted the truth in Jesus' message much more so than other races. Christianity is not color-centric or race-centric. Yawning Armor says, uh, Asmodor, who claims to be the logical moral guy who hates suffering, is advocating for pagan religions that practice human sacrifice, such as Druidism, and Wotanism. Whoa. Asmodor says, oh yeah, I already read that. Um, 
One believes in the true God. One doesn't pick a religion like he's choosing his favorite sports team, says Asmador. Fernandez T. says it's better to not be married if serving the Lord, specifically not to common folk, but also says if you're born in lust and can't help it, get married. Man's law put that other BS bogus speech. Yawning armor's whole shtick, says Asmador, is a low-energy concern troll. It's ham-handed, ham-fisted, ham-handed and silly. Also, New Testament Christianity has far more resemblance to ancient Greek mysticism than to the old Israelite religion or Judaism. Interesting stuff, man. Uh, oh, Asmador, I mean, uh, donning armor, I gotta go because we're over time. I'm sorry I can't no allow problem. you to respond to the Super Chats, but... It's okay. Have a wonderful day. You as well. Take care. Thanks, guys. This has been the Hake Report. Gotta go. Hopefully I'll see you tomorrow for uh, Get It Off Your Chest Friday on Jesse's show and the Hake Report. Thanks and take care.